Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You found Mark Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Gamerland Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Warsham. With me, as always, is the one, the only, the, the KevinMiller.com. Jump and press the circle button, Kevin. I thank you very much, Justin, and welcome to Gamerland. Welcome to Gamerland. Now, there's a lot of listeners that are going, What's Gamerland? Yeah. What's happening? What the hell just happened to my podcast? Is this a weird practical joke? Because it's not April Fool's, uh, but these guys are known for being late for everything. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> the first latest podcast. So, so don't get your uh, nerd panties in a bunch, if that's mm-hmm. PC to say. Uh, don't throw your nerd rage on our bowl of mayonnaise. right. right. Because uh, here's the thing, we uh, we're gonna give we're gonna explain all this right now, and uh, then we're gonna get into it. Kevin and I have been talking offline about what we want to do with the show, how we want to improve it. Some of what you've even heard online, where we talk about how we want to get more developers and people within the gaming industry because mm-hmm. we think that would be a fun niche for this podcast. Uh, and in order to do that, and in order to appeal to a larger audience, since the original name, the second funniest podcast was named when it was a comedy podcast, mm-hmm. and now it's a video game podcast, we've changed the name. And we're what is it? I mean, Gamerland podcast. Oh, that's you said that. Yeah, <laughs> that makes more sense. I, and I apologize, but we're going to continue going. Uh, it's probably it's going to be a new hour, one hour once mm-hmm. a week. We're going to stick to that because the, uh, to be honest, the twice a week didn't really affect the downloads. Don't even know how that makes sense. Yep. So uh, screw that noise. That's and, too much work. Um, so yeah, we're going to work really hard. Our direction, and correct me if I'm wrong, Kevin. What we both wanted to do is we wanted to find a way to get more and more developers on here. We've been trying. It's been hard. Uh, so just bear with us while working on it. I think you're going to enjoy the content mm-hmm. whenever we do have mm-hmm. these people from the industry on. And uh, we're also hoping this name change will help. Right. When That's kind of the biggest thing is that the second funniest podcast doesn't tell you what this show right. is about. And when we sit alongside other shows that are about video games, it doesn't make – like, why do I care about the second funniest podcast? So – while we know we have very loyal SFP listeners, and right. I think we will always be the second funniest podcast, mm-hmm. uh, we just have to change the name so that more people will understand how great it is. Because quite frankly, we're dying on the vine here. We've been <laughs> we've done this show with this name for two years, right? 
And, and that's our average. We we changed the name of this podcast like I move. <laughs> two years. <laughs> and, you know, as much as you, you – if you're listening to this and you feel like, oh, you know, you're going to lose the magic of Second Funniest Podcast, I think it's going to be better. Yes. Because this gives us the opportunity to find more people that will listen to the show, and more listeners means more shows. Yes. Because here's the thing. In the – how many years have we been doing this show? Five years now? Yeah. We have just spent tonight. Am I right? Uh, did we start 2010 or was it? No, it no, was, like it was 2008. Yeah, because Jacob was just born. Yeah, Holy like crap! It years. has been five I know. years. That's what I'm saying. It snuck up on us. So we're in episode 50 whatever. So yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Five years. Um, remember <laughs> so, that time we forgot our own format for numbering. Math episodes. is hard. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, by the way, we're not starting that number over, right? No, no, no. Yeah, we'll yeah. keep keep doing that. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. we didn't roll over from JK. Yeah. In, in the five years we've done the show tonight, before recording this episode, we've spent more time in yes. planning oh my than gosh. when we first started. Yeah. Literally, I walked in the door, if you can get back to the very first JK show episode, <laughs> and, and we sat down, and, and we were toying around with it, and he hit record, and I went, sexy. And then he played something, and then we just accidentally started. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of been the pace for the entire time <laughs> we've been doing this. So tonight we sat down and thought, what would it... In fact, even when we shifted over to games, it was by accident. Yep. In the middle of an episode, yes. we just became a gamer podcast. Somebody somebody randomly Googled your name because they knew they were making a new a Sly game, and then they said, you should have the Sly cast on. And when we said, yes, we will do yep. that, all of a sudden, we our numbers just went triple. <laughs> yeah. They and just, I, I talked about Hawaii yeah. and the history of, of uh, Cook finding Hawaii. Yeah. And then we talked about Sly Cooper. The next day. <laughs> In that same, like, yeah. the first half hour was Hawaii and then Sly Cooper. And people were like, I, it's weird to hear Sly talk about sex. <laughs> Read the history of Hawaii or go back to that episode if you want more. So, so really, our hope is, you know, the, something else to keep in mind. Uh, if you do have lumps of nerd rage, we're pretty immune to to it mm-hmm. because we do this for free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You do the, you get this for free. This is a hobby that Justin and I really enjoy and I have been super blessed over the years to meet all the new friends and and to make some connections with fans not only of Sly but just cool people that are like-minded mm-hmm. and really we want to keep that party rolling. And here's what I think. I think that rather than looking at the like what you just said that the second funniest podcast really isn't going anywhere. All that's yeah. really going to change as far as the content goes of the show is uh, it's going to be a little more organized. That's it. That's it. That's that's it. So Otherwise, you, it's still going to be us, you know, shooting the breeze about whatever we're playing, whatever's going on, and all that stuff. All of that, everything you love about the Second Funnies podcast is not going anywhere because really, it's just me and Kevin. That's really that's all you. Just so you know, you fall in love with us. That's true. That's, that's what happened. And what's even cooler is that from this day, from every day before this, when you are hearing this right now, you were the one who listened to the Second Funnies podcast <laughs> before it came became. The, the Gamerland, Gamerland podcast, podcast and blew up to be the success. You get to be that underground person that yeah. used to read the black and white Ninja Turtle comics. That's what you get oh. to be. Name a creator uh, of the Ninja Turtle comics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Couldn't do that oh, uh, so unless you were Dick Wolf. No <laughs> <It's> cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> No, close, close. <laughs> I found that's what I'm saying is that I'm not that person. No, right. it's on. The, it's on the episodes. It says created by. Oh, I didn't know that. Or based on characters created by. I just knew the. I think it was like the executive producer was Dick Wolf or something no. like that. I don't even think they're involved in the new version. Wait, we're getting off topic. I know, right? Is this the JK? It's already show? happened. It's already uh, happened. So, and the other thing that's exciting is that uh, because we'll be organized, there will be segments, which is something we've resisted forever, but mm-hmm. we realize that it's what makes radio successful. Of course. <laughs> 
of course. Segments. And and really, the hope is this is we'll draw more people in that are in the industry because it makes the show look a little more professional. That's the and big that, one, and that's ultimately what we really want, and what I think you want as well yeah. is to hear from people that that make the games, and that's what we're excited to do. So all these changes aren't just because we're jerks or because we didn't pay attention or nope. because we nope. it's actually a lot of work yeah. <laughs> justin just dropped a bunch of money registering a new R- yeah. url yep i'm developing a new logo yep. uh, a we lot. just made a new logo and i'm making a new logo like yep. so yeah so there i mean again this is a hobby and we're glad that you listen to it and we now welcome you to gamerland yeah and i think here's what i think too i think that we're dealing with a lot of our uh most of our listeners aren't going to care they're gonna be like, yeah, whatever, guys. Why do you keep uh, talking about this? And it's probably like an overreaction um, that we're. Are you writing an email while you do this? <laughs> no. Well, I don't want the show to be completely different. Gonna, I wanted to make I'm sure. Go back to designing the logo. <laughs> <laughs> Looking pretty good. Um, let's see. I just want to see. Oh boy, that's gonna be another conversation for a, a post-production meeting. Um, but anyway, can't wait for that ominous statement. <laughs> <laughs> Do you already delete this? We are recording. Okay, here's what I'm saying. Everything we just discussed is now null and void. Uh, it was all no, totally kidding. Um, but yeah. Oh, also, if you are listening to this because you think we're Spanish language speaking, uh, we're not. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So move on from that. Yeah. Because uh, that's and not if you don't happen. know what that meant, no Google. habla español. Yeah. <laughs> Google should have done that in minute one. <laughs> that's but almost whatever. But yeah, uh, real quick, we're going to have a quick production meeting on air. Are you all right with Gamerland Pod as the Twitter name? Didn't think to secure that in our pre-production meeting. Oh, is that Gamerland Podcast, the Twitter name already taken? No, Gamerland Podcast is all we can have, which sounds very Espanolish. So I thought Gamerland Pod was a nice uh, I don't understand. What's too long? Uh, Podcast. I cannot, just like we had to be second funniest. Oh, yeah, yeah, Gamerland Podcast. And Gamerland is taken. Gamerland is taken, but Gamerland Pod is not. How about Gamerland? Oh, listen is too long, huh? Yeah, uh, I could try it. Uh, Maybe we should have paused. Yeah. <laughs> Three, two. What's happening? What's happening? What? <laughs> and we're back. Okay, so, that was another production oh, meeting. Now we can... now have a Facebook and a Twitter page. <laughs> we are social media cray cray. <laughs> so uh, you could go uh, go to facebook.com slash Gamerland Podcast. And uh, throw all of your likes there. And uh, once we get everybody uh, transferred over from the Second Funniest Podcast. I think it's actually Gamerland-Podcast because I put a space there. Oh, crap. I might need to change that. Uh, All right. (laughs) I'll figure that out. Try both. And whichever one is working by the time you hear this, as long we as we appreciate don't have, your patience. <laughs> as long as we don't have 200 likes, you can edit the name. You so could, if you're like, don't like it 200 times. Yeah. Uh, please don't. Uh, you know what? Well, let's wait a month then. <laughs> let's wait a month before you start throwing the likes. We'll talk to you through the Second Funniest Podcast. I think Facebook I can. Page. I think you can change the URL. The URL is different from the name because I think the name should look like that. All right. I like I it all it. one word. Uh, if you want to get updates on that, you can also follow us uh, on Twitter at GamerPod. So we uh, we no GamerLandPod. GamerLandPod. Also, uh, not to be confused answer. with GamerLand Party. Yeah, <laughs> GamerLand Party. Pod. We we should have really thought about all this. We're we have to j- go back to we've spent one. more time deciding this name than we decided any, any of other, other names. <laughs> any of the others. We debated in my garage. All of the names were uh, I came up with. I think or you came up with the first name. JK, JK Show. Show. And then you said no, I don't like that name. And I go, you nope, that's it. the name. And then uh, I think I came up. We came up through via email. Like one email went back and forth. This is okay. Great. That's the name. Perfect. Yeah, we had uh, Ray, uh, Radio Radio Playground, Playground was or the one. Second funniest podcast. Yeah. 
but SFB And I wanted funny. the funniest because it said the word funny in it. And uh, and then yeah. we stopped being funny. Yeah. Second gamery missed oh, podcast. That's a missed opportunity. We can change it. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Re-recorded episode. How great would it be to go back to the last 10 minutes and go, We've, we're now the second game years. <laughs> <laughs> Two years worth of that. Well, I think everybody's up on board. Yep. Uh, this is exciting. Most importantly, it's an hour long, so you don't have to wait till Friday to hear the second part of our conversation. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome for that. On to the first segment. What? We will, we'll create bumpers for yeah. this, uh, but right now, uh, here, here's the bumper. Uh, <laughs> entertainment. Hi, my name is Sam. Center. <laughs> That's pretty good. That was good. good. We might just use that one all <laughs> Pretty good. So what's happened in the entertainment center? Uh, this is where we're going to talk about whatever Kevin and I are currently playing. Um, so my, ex- my end of the entertainment center. Or whatever um, we're doing. My shelf. This is where we talk about what's on our Facebook. What's entertaining us. To us. Yeah. <laughs> it could be... What's on NBC? Yeah, which is typically these what are it is. our status updates. Is that what yeah, you're saying? Pretty much. Oh, our <laughs> tweets. Yeah, our gamer tweets. Can you imagine that somebody listening to this in 2087 is going to listen? Listen, to these guys that did status updates and <laughs> tweets instead of having real uh, conversations. Oh, listen to this podcast. <laughs> now, now I just click a button on my wall and they appear in my head. <laughs> How pompous is it watching these people wave at their televisions? By the way, um, I don't like it. I don't like the touch the the thing because it it looks very mechanical when they do it on the tel- on the advertisement still and it looks clunky to me. You talking about like the connect? No, I'm talking I think it's the glass the or whatever the Google oh, glass yeah, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. TV that you could control with your body. Yeah. You know, and kind of the connect, but the connect I get. Like that's supposed to be interactive. I don't want Here's the thing. Oh dear. <laughs> We're in the entertainment center baby. <laughs> Anything goes. Uh is that my thing is that you oh that yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, I just remembered I have to change the 28-minute timer. So we might hear a dinging in the middle of this if I forget it. Oh, yeah, because we paused it, too. So this is great. So anyway, the um, I just think it's a, it's that clunky technology that it's like it's, – it's it's always the worst part of being yep. in that, that first step. You know this. You're the early adopter. I am the early adopter. But let's, let's get back. Early to adopter. Point. That could have been the name of the show. Son of a <laughs> – uh, oh, Yeah, what get, are you playing? Buckle up for that bit for the last <laughs> – for the next, I don't know, six year. months. Uh, to a year. <laughs> I, I just picked up because I finished the God's uh, God of War Chains of Olympus on uh, which is an old PSP game on my yeah. Vita, and I went and got Mega Man X, uh, which is a or Mega Man, no, which you is got a Mega Japanese, Man. Mm-hmm. yeah, which is a Japanese. You got port. Mega Man Two, I believe. Probably yeah. I couldn't tell Who? because of the Japanese hieroglyphics. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was a good idea. Uh, I thought half well, the fun is the really campy cheesy story. Yeah. And being able to know what buttons you're pressing. That's also... <laughs> That's the other so half of the half fun. Half the story, the other half. So I anti-G.I. Joe'd this thing. I did not know half the battle or the full battle. <laughs> Knew none of the battle, yeah. literally. And so bailed on that. That was a $6 G.I. that I just... G.I. Loser! <laughs> <laughs> that's six dollars i just mailed to japan for you, nothing. that was six dollars yeah. you're a chump i know and uh um, you just got money coming out of your ears this is the guy that's like his son's like i want i want to buy ships for for angry birds and you're like yeah get them for him your wife hits the send button she goes that was ten dollars what is he buying ships for for ten dollars they're good for him i don't know i care who cares about she's $10? like he could have had a game he's a good kid except for today but that's another podcast um <laughs> 
GI loser. <laughs> that's great. That's really funny. That's funny stuff to me. The uh, and it's relevant now because they make movies instead of just yeah. cartoons. I have about a it. stack of their comic books in oh. the other room. You saw him walk in the room with those, right? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can read those. GI Joe's versus Transformers. Yeah. If I'm not Hasbro versus Hasbro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nobody that paid out for licensing on that. Yeah, that has that crossover <laughs> needs to happen. Just like the Avengers. That's the only crossover to happen across a hallway. <laughs> I'm There's sure no negotiation. Still a but I mean, the film wouldn't that be great if oh. there was a G.I. Joe Transformers I feel movie? like there kind of is with Josh Duhamel in there. Like yeah, those, those, well He's kind of a, a, a G.I. Joe kind of person. I think they should do Fantastic Four meets the Avengers because Ooh. one dude is both those guys. <laughs> <laughs> Captain America looks a lot like the Human Torch. Hey, wait a minute. Um, so anyway, I uh, the other games that I purchased were... Uh, Abe's Odyssey, uh, or Oddworld, Abe's Odyssey. Yeah. Which was the fourth installment in First. That. No, no, in that series, Abe's sure? Odyssey was not the first. I'm micro-positive. I gotta look that up, because I think... I'll look that up. You keep I don't remember that there was four games. I just remember two. So find the answer. Yeah, you find the answer I'm while Batman. everybody is yelling at their earbuds right now. I'm Batman. <laughs> find the answer, Batman. You're the greatest detective in the world. I will use the internet. <laughs> Science. I wonder if that took away some of his credibility as the greatest detective in the world. It's like the internet came up. He's like, damn it. Well, now, like in the new 52, he has the portable ga- uh, bat cave. It's a little contact oh. lens. So it's because it's like. I did see that. I oh, read those wow. to my son. He goes to, a, he goes to a cave to do stuff that you could do on your phone. <laughs> so now or he's like. In his own eyeball. Yeah, exactly. Now he moves it to yeah. his own eyeball. Um, but anyway, so I picked up uh, Odd World Abe's Odyssey. And, uh, again, the, yeah, because it starts, that's how, the, the opening is the, the explanation Batman. of the story, Batman. And um, so, anyway, for those of you that don't know or aren't old enough to have played this game back when it was a PlayStation. Or cool enough. Yeah. Uh, game, it was incredibly difficult. And you, like, and it was just a lot of, it was back in a time when games uh, like this would have, like, a guess and check mentality where you're like, ooh, there's no explanation to the strategy. Virtually no hints or clues, uh, and you just kind of fuddle your way through it, and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, you're halfway through the game, and you're like, "Now I know how to play it," and then it get, and then it's still getting harder. So what I did is I'm like, you know what? I know this game pissed me off when I was a kid, but I'm an adult. Maybe things are different now, and I bought it in the uh, PlayStation Market or Network or whatever, and instantly was like, "Oh no, what have I done?" And then realized that my first assumption was true. I've had a really good time. I'm only in like the third level of this game and I've had a lot of like moments. But what's what I found is different is that when you took a 12-year-old or so Justin, what year did that uh Abe's World 1997, sir. Are you serious? 1997 was, was the it was, first game when it was released on the PlayStation. I was a very impatient 18-year-old then. Yeah. I don't know why I bought that game and hated it. Oh, that's right, because it was the PlayStation. Why am I? Yeah, yeah. there's no way. The I was graphics a kid. were incredible. So anyway, I remember going. This is a stupid game. Then when I was an adult, <laughs> but now that I'm playing it as a you further were adult, barely adult. You were yeah. legally adult, but you have the mind of a child. I still thought smoking was cool. And uh, I, I see. I remember my brother telling me that Abe's Odyssey was a spinoff or like the next chapter of something, like whoever the other character, Squee or something. There's two games, and yeah. then I think there was a spinoff of that game. Then our that's the great thing about listening to this show is that you, as the listener, are a much better expert. Than I'm us. Batman. 
and uh, that because there was Abe's Exodus, which yeah. is the sequel to that. Which and I remember is. being a double sucker because I'm like, well, maybe now in the sequel they figure it out. And what my dumb brain didn't go think of is that no, w- when they made a sequel, what they did was they gave people more of what they wanted. There's a reason why yeah, they right, made right, the right, sequel, right. and it's because people enjoyed it. But the long story short, in uh, I've really, really thoroughly enjoyed uh, playing this game. Uh, because there is nothing at stake. What mm-hmm. I realize is that it is just a game, and I know that sounds like common sense, but yep. gamers understand. Like you can get really yeah, engulfed yeah, yeah, in yeah, it yeah. and kind of freaked out. Uh, and then, uh, real quick, the other thing I'm playing, uh, as I've discussed on previous episodes, is I'm playing Mass Effect Three. Yep. I recently had a moment where the game crashed on me, and I couldn't finish a mission. Like it has, like it's kind of buggy a little bit. Mm. And if you play on PC, I've learned through YouTube videos that you can. There's things that you could buy to go back and fix the bugs mm. on your own, uh, like or not mods? buy, but you could download. The no, mods. they're not mods. It's there's a way. Are that, they mods? Uh, but you love it when people do that when they're like when they ask the same thing. Like, no, that's not it. Is it? It's mods. <laughs> no. Is it mods? I don't mods again. I doms. Are you saying backwards mod? Backwards As in doms. Like the show mod. No, mods. Be like, Arthur. Like, <laughs> <laughs> mods like modifications like modern warfare. Uh, like there were no Mickey uh, and Mod user generated customizable go karts involved in Mass Effect Three. Micro on online dysfunctionaries. That's it. That... Multiple original documents. No misplaced opicular dioxide. It's one or number three. <laughs> it's one, either one of those two. I've I've really bailed on number two. But uh, so anyway, so I was playing through the game, mixing and- ostrich droppings. Done. I'm done. Could be that one. I'm done. Could be that one. Because I feel like if I did that, that would create a bug in my game. <laughs> Even if I did it like a witch mixing it in oh, a yeah, cauldron. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, what lot. would you mix it with? You're just mixing it with itself, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Pretty, like in a big pot. Yeah. Um, so the, <laughs> Way too seriously. Uh, anyway, so I played through, and I accidentally fell in love with the Yara, uh, the Asari chick on my ship. And she's a blue chick. So I'm getting all, you know, Bill Shatner on this lady. I'm Whoa. going for some alien bop chicka wow. Which one are you playing? Three? I'm playing Mass Effect Three, and they've this. She's I, from the first game. I remember wrecking. Yeah, she's a re- shadow broker. Spoiler alert. Re- rescuing her. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, what, what button combination I, did you get to where you got to wreck that? Couldn't read the script. Because here's the thing. I'll be honest. Liar. She's easy on the eyes. I mean, if you're into blue skin, you know, if that's if that's a thing. Who wouldn't be? I like the idea that her hair is almost like tentacles, and it always stays that way. So mm. that you never have to worry she's about like a buying tree a chick a haircut. From Star Wars. Yeah. That's what my character is on uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, really? A yeah. tree lat? Yeah, tree lat. Star Trek character. Star Wars. Oh, Star Wars character on a Star Wars game. Yeah. Okay. okay. For some reason, I thought you said Star Who Trek. Who do bad. you think you are um, <laughs> talking to? That's, that's, that's the proper way to end it. Well, that's why I thought. I'm like, how great would it be that a Star Trek fan brings a Star Trek character into, like, I thought you could, uh, I could make it into I a person. I could do it, yeah. I'd yeah, make a Romulan. Yeah. So anyway... Oh God! How that's a crossover. Screw this! H, I'm, I'm bailing on this Transformers. Yeah, JJ Abrams. JJ Abrams. Abrams is going to bring Time them together again. in movie number nine and just yeah. flip the bird to all the nerds. <laughs> I had, I had years, like ten years ago, I had worked on a, a digital comic. Um, uh, that that back when they were cool, mm-hmm. uh, of the Borg assimilating the Death Star. And 
I like, the, I got I like about, where your mind's going. I got about six panels in, and I was like, digital comics are hard. <laughs> <laughs> I probably could bang it out now. Yeah. But as always, I had way too – like, it was going to be like a six-part story yeah. and everything. But I – oh, no. Oh, good, show's, good show's, not show's not over. over. Show's not over, guys. I wanted the Metachlorians – Another bonus to the new format. <laughs> I wanted the Metachlorians to fight the nanites that the Borg uh, stick inside Anakin Skywalker's body. Oh, boy. And it all, and it all worked out, buddy. Man, that's intense. And they were, there was going to be a Borg Chewbacca – uh-huh. And a Borg R two D two. Who is the Star Trek equivalent? And then we'll get back to the Entertainment Center. Who is the Star Trek equivalent to Jar Jar Binks? Is question one. Question two. Why have we never discussed that on the show? Oh gosh, that's great. Let's let's bookshelf that in the All Entertainment right. Center. I, like I would that. love to come back to that one. That's a good one. Maybe that's another sandbox I question. Love it. For I love later. it. Yeah, these are all these are all segment guys that you guys don't know. Anyway, so we have five segments. Guess what they are? Go. <laughs> I, I accidentally uh, fell in love with Liara just trying to tell her I thought she was nice. Yeah. And then next thing I know, I'm making out and having some. You know, I'm swapping fluids with a foreign source of DNA. If you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Yeah. All and within I'm, the game, right? And I'm not into yeah, all okay. within the game. Okay. <laughs> a little bit a little bit out of it. A little bit out of it. This I'll be was honest. a call center that you found. <laughs> a and concerned. I was I'm like, you know what? I'm into and here's the other thing too. This is what sucks about being Justin is that I don't remember everything. Like yeah, I've noticed. So the brunette chick who's Ashley, there's and then there's Miranda. Now Miranda's the one in, in two that I fell in love with on my game. Yep. And those of you who've played the series know that you get to carry over your decisions into game number three and you carry over yeah. your character. So just like infamous. Kind of oh, not. Sort of, but a little <laughs> bit. Yeah. Not really. The uh and so I was I, I kind of thought Ashley, I'd mistaken Ashley for Miranda, because guess what? They have the same facial structure, yeah. the same cans, the same brunette, and and that's when I realized that women, you're really <laughs> that's all you are to us. Is hair color, boobs, <laughs> and facial structure. The the thing is in the game in the Star Trek online role playing game, that's true. There's like <laughs> there's like one face yep. that all the women have. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you're a Klingon or Orion yep. or a human. Yeah. Or a, a you all look alike. Beta, they all have the same face right. and the same hair. Because video games are a piece of perfection, and that's what we really want the world to be. Is we would like to all be cookie cutters for all of our women. Take Fair that, enough. girls. Fair enough. Enjoy that with your ice cream. I think that's, that's true. Not really who I am, and and anyway. So anyway, later game, lady bit. gamers are not invited to this new version <laughs> yeah. of our show. Not in Gamerland. No girls allowed. <laughs> not true. Actually, please more yeah, girls. Please, <laughs> please we do more not girls. want a sausage fest. <laughs> we need Fact, someone to explain the emotional needs of these people. <laughs> if your guy stop listening, <laughs> just turn it off. <laughs> what right if now. we did? that? We are only talking to women. <laughs> that'd be so great if we were single guys trying to use a podcast to get laid. Oh, that'd be so funny. <laughs> I'm sure they're. I give me two seconds in a Google. <laughs> I'll find you that podcast. So, uh, so then there was a glitch in one of the other missions, and then I go, "Oh, I'll, I'll reload the last autosave to go back to the beginning of this yeah. mission." I'm like, "I nailed this." I had to go back to the very, very beginning, and at first I was like, "Oh," and then I was like, "Oh, now I know." But now I get to go back. I get to go back, much like a braid situation. I hit rewind. Nice. Did not kiss the blue chick. Mm. Moved in for Ashley. That's what I did. And she kissed me back. She And she knew how to kiss me the way I wanted to be kissed. I'm sorry. At what point did you turn this science fiction game into mm-hmm. a soap opera? Mm. It's like you're playing The Sims, Holmes. What's going on over there? They weren't speaking gibberish. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Except they kind of were with their lips. But it's coming up and I'm flabbing. They're aliens. All right. All right. It's just funny that at the end of the day, you're not sitting there going, man, I love being able to build my own weapons or choose my own mission or choose the you know, the morality no. of it. I'm going to kill this guy. You're like, 
which of these two digital fake chicks am I going to digitally fake bang? Right. Well, that, there's, and it's funny the way Mass Effect does this is that they, they present you all of these options at the exact same time. So literally, you're like, I'm saving the planet Earth. I'm saving the planet Earth. I'm negotiating like galactic-wide peace treaties yeah. and crap. And then it's like, now you must choose between one of these three women that you will make your personal concubine. So the first one who kind of throws herself at me is the reporter. And I kind of I threw it back out at her. I said, all right, I'm on board. Sure. Really? And then she goes, now, she, so then it's like, it's about to happen. She's already in my room. Like, it's it's on, like, Donkey Kong without the barrels. <laughs> Confused. There is Go a on. hammer and a lot of jumping. Oh, I see. <laughs> Might need pictures. Don't. Don't post any I was pictures. really proud of that. I was really proud of that. <laughs> so, so anyway, it <laughs> really makes me laugh. So I had to go to her. I had to go to her, and she said, she goes, now, you sure? Because if word got out that you and I were an item, this takes away all credibility of, you know, what I got going on. And I, in a moment, Kevin, I yep. made what I would really, like the decision I, Justin Warsham, would make, and not just, you know, Commander Shepard. Yeah. I mean, what I would make, you know, we're trying to we're trying to save the galaxy right now from the Reapers. We can't mess around. It's not time for, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can't be going after that. Yeah. So I said, you know what? Maybe now is not the best time. And she's like, all right, good call. And then I moved in for the kill with the brunette. Nice. <laughs> well done. Yeah. So that's uh, that's what I've been playing. How about you, you sh- my friend? You should uh, you should watch these uh, things. Uh, they're Spanish soap operas. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're pretty much all that with none of the galactic garbage in your way. You don't have to worry about any of that. You know, I yeah. would really. Here's the thing. also paper dolls. <laughs> <laughs> Those are good for what you're describing. How dare you? <laughs> Barbies. Barbies <laughs> do this. Most <laughs> most most Korean dramas. I would enjoy a good telenovela because if you tune into a Spanish speaking station. You know, I know, I know those ladies are pretty easy on the eyes, and you, but you can't understand what they're saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not. They have it's just a lot of trampoline jumping and crying. That's the news. Huh? <laughs> That's their news. Uh, I am playing this new game called Arkham Asylum. <laughs> <laughs> I got on this giant. That's why you kept doing that bit. That's well, like... we got on this weird. Not we. I got on this huge Batman kick uh, this past week, where I was like everything Batman. I was reading my Batman comic books. We watched uh, The Dark Knight at Rises, and then went back and watched Batman Begins. We watched all the College Humor Batman videos, mm-hmm. and then and then I was like, well, I got to play some Batman. So naturally, I went to DC Universe Online. Of course, played that for a minute and remembered how terrible it was Uh. (laughs) and then while it was uh downloading which it took forever no that's not fair it's pretty decent it's just it's not uh, what is it it's a really decent license to game i think that's fair to say yeah i mean here's the thing i i realize we get us i gotta stop being uh glib about developers because the truth is that they were on the show i'd just kiss their butts all day long and tell them how great i love their game uh so i love your game Please, please join our show. Uh, But it's, um, I mean, I play a lot of MMORPGs, so playing one on the console, I guess, is kind of hard. More on this later. I got to rethink this. I got to have a moral strategy of how I can, how I can have critical opinions about games, but still invite the creators to talk about it. I think that that's they understand. I just need to not be a jerk about it. That's all. You're not being a jerk right now. Ah, I said rude things. Listen, we called these SOE people and they (laughs) blew us off. They said they were going to be on the show and they blew us off. Yeah, screw you and your game. Uh, But so while that was taking forever to download, I was excited because they had a couple new. uh, a format, a couple of new uh, character races that you could build. There's a new Earth one mm-hmm. based on Terra. There was a new Lightning one or something else. They, were, they look pretty good. So um, 
so while I was downloading, I was like, oh, I have that other game. Oh, yeah, Arkham Asylum. I also have Arkham City that you and Much your, better game. Yes, they are. You and your son gave me for Christmas that I st- is still in the shrink wrap. because what is I that have game? An, Arkham City. Oh. <laughs> the sequel? The sequel to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's another Arkham game coming out. Uh, pop that in. I also downloaded Injustice. All This was all wow. like in the same day. I downloaded the demo. I was like, I must play DC Universe games. And, um, yeah, I don't know if you've ever played this Arkham Asylum, but it's uh-huh. pretty It's pretty groundbreaking. Pretty Please groundbreaking. tell the story about how when you thought it broke. <laughs> okay. So, so Kevin didn't want, a... we talked about this offline. Kevin didn't want to share this because he feels like it's a 10-year-old story. Yeah, and, but it's super I think, old. I think people who have played through this game will remember and kind of laugh at it. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, I'm excited to to dig in deeper. Now, here's the thing. I, play, I played this game essentially in two parts. Like, I played up to... Uh, I played pretty far. Like I got down. Like Bane was a long time ago. Oh, I was just just going to find Ivy for the first time before all the island gets taken it's like over. You're asking me about my sixth grade history. Okay, class. so halfway through the game, I got about halfway done and then stopped. And I picked up again, and now I'm sweeping through. So now I'm going in. I'm gonna go find Scarecrow. Uh, this is the thing down there. I'm gonna go find Killer Croc's thing. Uh, and then he coughs. And they've been saying it for a while that, you know, this is a psychotropic ability. Something bad can happen. And the camera, like, spins. I watch him cough. And then the game, like, breaks. It was awesome. And it, like, it was something like Andy Kaufman would do. And the game, like, and then there's music playing and everything. And then the screen goes black. And I actually say out loud, I think the game just froze. I really hope I didn't lose my save. And I'm thinking, there's got to be a way. And then suddenly it boots up to the beginning of the game. I was so impressed. So mad that the moment that it was clear that it was a dream, that I fell for it. I was like, man, and no one ever spoiled that for me. Uh, it's so rare to get a surprise right? like that. It was pretty spectacular. And then I was like, my respect for the game re-jumped back up to the tick because it was starting to get kind of repetitive. I'm like, yes, I'm beating up a crowd of guys. Yes, I'm yeah. I'm hiding for gargoyles. I'm I'm getting. Yeah, if it, it like, wasn't for that fight animation, that part would be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, I just I've done it. I, I'm tired of doing. It. And I get it because it's like a fight game they were really stretching their budget i expect in the next game there's a lot of different varied gameplays and different things that you can do <laughs> maybe in the third game so it was great to arkham origin i didn't want to share but now you know how behind the how behind the scenes i am i'm now going to, after when i'm done with this play a little game called Mega Man 2 it's all Ooh. in japanese i can't uh, wait to find out more prepare about to it. be disappointed you're gonna need you're gonna need a rosetta rock <laughs> boulder before you it's dip into even- that Let's go to the sandbox. Oh, made a castle step on it. Ah, my castle. <laughs> so, uh, in the sandbox, I want to discuss hard games because uh, you brought up some really good Abe's points Odyssey. about it. Yeah, about Abe's Hot Odyssey World. earlier, and um, and how. Yeah, like uh, I was reading. I, we have we discussed this? Have we discussed the cycle of hard games and that no, sort of thing on I don't here think before? So. If we do, then I don't remember. I know we've mentioned like Battletoads. And it may have like kind of come up. Okay, in that so so I believe uh, from from the research I've been doing, I won't name sources because uh, <laughs> I can't remember that. But uh, I read a really interesting article that talked about the the like repetitive cycle of of games in general, and it makes sense because like you look at what games are popular now, what's having a resurgence. The games are really popular when we were first playing games. So there's like this generation of games like uh, Meat Boy. That are that are coming, and that's a few years old. But the, the, I think the reason why it was—he even said it in, in the 
indie gamer thing is that those were the games that he was playing when he was an impressionable gamer, these incredibly hard games. So so games like Oddworld like beat you up and then suddenly you see that you know and then somebody suddenly realized that you shouldn't make a game difficult and they started making games a little more passable and then later there are these group of people like I loved sweating and crying over a game I'm going to build a hard game as a result because uh, there is that element now where you feel like even in Mass Effect there are elements where you're just kind of playing through a story with a little bit of resistance yeah you know what I mean and you get to choose where you're going in the story and all that stuff but it's not like ugh, it's not impossible. Whereas, like I have literally spent three weeks and have not made it through like three or four levels yeah. of Oddworld. And see, this is the thing, and I have to be honest. It's a little hard for me to admit because I definitely um, I wear a label that says I'm a gamer. Like mm-hmm. I'm a gamer. So this is hard for me to to say. Is that the truth? Is I I, I find the game part of a game tedious. Like Ooh. a hard. I find a hard game super tedious. I enjoy the interactive story elements of the game. And if you've been listening to the show for any length of time, you'll know that I'm a big advocate of, of, um, of narrative and, and in games and being this open source, create your own kind of universe. I enjoy simulator games. I enjoy games where I get to, to create or move forward or decide the path or those sort of things. But games like Arkham Asylum, there are elements where I'm like, man, I just, just let me get past this boss fight. Like, I just want to be done with this because I want to see the next scene. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I have to admit that that, may, that doesn't give me as much gamer cred mm-hmm. to people who actually enjoy the game side of the game of, like, I want to, I want to play this thing. Like, I want to figure out what it takes to beat this thing. I want to read about, like, the folks that can play these MMORPGs or, or uh, RTSs uh, like StarCraft that are like, no, 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 I want to know at the exact second that I need which power-up uh-huh. at which point because they're those are, like, professional football players except for they're playing a video game. Like, I want to know what it takes. That's, that's the hard, hard gaming game. And I'm like, I want a colorful interactive coloring book <laughs> i want to go to preschool again Make it yeah, a, I, I play I, skylanders yeah I, have i mentioned that i own all of them yeah a few times okay um somebody needs to be impressed with probably, that probably let's see what um, uh, i messed up my own bit i was gonna <laughs> say uh one more than what you needed to yeah but that was not that's it's not, not it's, it's not true what i wanted to say was one is enough and then after that was too more much. than i more than i did what i did yeah i just i just need someone to be impressed with the fact that like even your son doesn't care people are, i've had one boy once i would venture oh okay good who's who well, i he said is the one i said he i is told your neo <laughs> i told them i have every skyliner and these two kids uh these brothers go oh, you're so lucky <laughs> and i was like I get. It's funny. I forgot that like kids think Kevin, in those terms. Or my son treats your Skylander collection in in the sense of a library. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. what he said is he's now he's back into Skylanders. Yeah, we got to play. So he was we're gonna play and uh, we were hanging out and then he goes he goes Dad I think I need some more Skylanders and I said well here's the deal I said that you could get one of each like little element mm-hmm. thing or whatever I said so you could pick one of each because that's all you really ultimately need um, to experience makes the game, the game you know. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and then he goes, he goes, well, maybe if I need more, I could just borrow them from Kevin. 
Like, <laughs> like I go, well, that's a conversation for you and Kevin to have. But I think that you need to understand he can, he can that these are very out. precious to Kevin. Yeah. And that it's not something that he just checks out like a library book is what and I he told didn't him. understand. I had another kid tell me, tell his mother that I was going to give them to him when I was done with them. Wow. She comes in and goes, yeah, he keeps saying that you're going to give them to him when you're done with them so that he can have them all. I said, oh, I silly have, boy. I've never said that. Most that is never happening. From my mouth. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I always wonder if those kids think that if that's what they hear. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or if there's something about, like, that, you know, they, they don't know how to talk. I'm yeah. Skylanders is not a hard game. No. This is my point. <laughs> my, here's my point, though, too. Is I think your solid examples are, like, StarCraft and the MMORPG world. Yeah, yeah. Where those are, like, gameplay people. Yeah. But that, that Batman, I don't think you're being fair to yourself. Because I think that there are a lot of people who would feel the same way. That oh, really okay. we're, we're playing through the game of the Arkham City and the Arkham Asylums. We're playing through those because we love Batman and we like the story. And they made a solid cinematic experience. And we That's get to true. see the arc of it's, things happening. Yeah, I, I, it, it's not cinematic. Like, that's not the... I, I, I'm not to correct you. You think that game is cinematic in style? No. I, it, I really think it only is. Only because you look at what a Batman cinema film looks like. And you've got, you know, uh, Tim Burton's Batman or the, or the new ones with Nolan... Ryan, what's the dude's name? Whatever. <laughs> You're right. Chris Nolan. <laughs> Chris Nolan. Like that, that's – like I even watch him like – Nolan Ryan is doing the next trilogy. That's he's it. coming out of baseball. And he's, what? <laughs> he's pitching movies like there's no tomorrow. Boom, that's a sports joke on that's a video impressive. game podcast. <laughs> Don't, that's what I bring to the table. the name. 1990 <laughs> sports figures for $100. We do, we do discuss sports games. Yeah. Um, no, but the like you look at what the Joker has looked like uh, in in movies, like a cinema. He doesn't. That's not the because they're not Arkham Asylum is not the the film version of of Joker. It's a and it's not quite. It's not an animation version of Joker. It's a comic book version. And I, so I don't mean to, to downplay your point about it being cinematic. It is cinematic. But don't you think that they don't look like that because. Uh, in the in the um, television versions or television, dumbass. Yeah, the film, the film versions that they 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 there's only so much they could do. If they no. if they just decided to do it CG, I think that that's the choices I they don't, would make. I don't think so. I think they're a little more fan. I think it's because you look at the Scarecrow and it's a very a stylistic animated version of Scarecrow. His mouth is all stitched and it opens and closes. He has this giant inhuman Yeah, it feels like mouth. a comic book, which I think comic books saying. are kind of cinematic styled books. See, that's why I'm saying that I would I would call it it's a comic book. It's oh, an I interactive see. comic book. That it's book. its own style. Yeah, it's not it's so not I'm saying I'm saying cinematic as a layperson. Right, 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 right. Yeah, okay. Because they, that's what that. I enjoy about the Joker is that I mean he is He's yeah, nobody dark. can have a face like that. Right. Yeah. He is dark. He is twisted. He is not a, a, a children's cartoon Joker, mm-hmm. which we've seen. Like Batman's on Fox Kids and everything, and he's a more watered-down version of, Bat- of Joker. But he's, also, he's, not, he's not like what's-his-bucket in, in um, Dark Knight. Like it's yeah. not – it doesn't Heath look Ledger. like that. And it, we're not meant to think like this is something that could walk into my room right now. Yeah. But, so it's somewhere between those two, and that's why I'm like, this is this is the truest property to a comic book I've ever experienced. Where right. it's like it's comic booky, uh, but still I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. That was that's hard games in the sandbox. Where do we go next? <laughs> <laughs> Segments are hard. How are we doing on time? <laughs> Twenty minutes to go, my oh, friend. Oh, good, good. Oh, this is so much nicer. Go. Why yeah. did we ever stop doing an hour? I don't know. It's so much nicer. I feel like we have so much more room to breathe. Yeah. Okay. It's nice. Uh, the news feed. 
I really hope we keep all these. I know, right? <laughs> We're just going to Ricky Gervais this thing. Please don't. <laughs> That's all of his Maybe, maybe next week. Yeah. That's how he does. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Do you have any news for us? Uh, I can find some real quick. <laughs> it's going well. All that pre-production. This, I, was I have doing, half a logo. <laughs> I was doing a lot of chatting on setting up uh, a website. Yeah. yeah, and I have half a Well, logo. here's some unintentional news that I accidentally stumbled upon, and we kind of talked about it earlier, is that, so I don't know what I was looking for through Amazon, but it made a suggestion that I get Arkham Origins. Which is yeah, okay, uh, they're great. making a prequel, as uh, what it, the, assuming of the title, but there's no other, there's no images, nothing that other than that you could pre-order it, and it's supposed to come out in October later this year. Oh, that's fantastic! Which I was like, that is awesome. I'm very stoked at that. Um, <laughs> why, 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 why are why do games come out so far away? Why? <laughs> what do you mean? Why do I have to wait six so months? far in between each game? <sighs> Uh, I mean, I know saying? why. Yeah, I don't want to talk out of both right. sides of my mouth because we yeah. talked about it. You know why, but you're like, man, I, I just, I'm so excited to play this. I game. just, I just feel like, yeah. I mean, it kind of goes back to my what, what I said before of like, wouldn't it be so much great? Like Arkham, the Arkham series mm-hmm. is a really great example of how I think games would really do well if I can have a new chapter in that game. Because I can't play – like, clearly, I took six months off mm-hmm. after playing half the game and because I had other things to play. But if I could play a chapter where I fight Mr. Freeze for four hours worth of gameplay and pay my two bucks or whatever, man, I would love that. Yeah. And then come back two months later and be like, oh, great, the new issue of, of Arkham is out, and I get to, to face off against the Riddler finally. That would be great. But it's not like that. Yeah, and you're right, and that because October for me, Assassin's Creed. I mean, they're kind of doing it where they. It seems like they have like a, a seven month release between the two games. Which ones? Uh, Assassin's Creed oh, Three, yeah. and now this uh, the pirate one that yeah. they're coming out. Yar. I think it's called Black Flag or something. Oh, or? I think it's called Yar. Yar. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, Assassin's yeah. Creed Yar. Yar are probably right. Yar. <laughs> Yar are probably right. Cooperoni. <laughs> but. Um, but yeah, because that was one of my uh, not. It's not an issue. It's not a fair issue. It's not. Is that one of my frustrations with the Assassin's Creed games is that they have these deep storylines, and it's almost like trying to watch. Uh, like if you get caught up on Breaking Bad, the person who is now starting to watch Breaking Bad gets a far more enjoyable viewing experience. Yeah. Or even Dexter is another solid example. Or Lost than was, someone who's. Yeah. But yes, Lost is. I have a, a great friend that example. just watched Lost. Like in the space of oh, two months. Oh, that's a great example. She was able to just sit down and watch three or four and, episodes yeah. a night. And just go and just go and go and go and go. And then had it all, like, really understood the show yeah. in a much better way than you and I did. Even though I watched the first two seasons in one fell swoop. Right. By the end, I was like, okay, I remember that from four years ago. Yeah, remember remember when you go, previously on Lost, like, and then you'd be more one. confused? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did that happen? When did that happen? Oh, my gosh. Is that another it. show? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was scenes Did I from miss Alias. a week in between? Yeah. Oh, um, so the yeah. downside of watching that show on DVD was because they had multiple storylines. You'd finish an episode and be like, I'm going to watch the next episode because I want to see where that cliffhanger was. And then you'd pick up with another storyline. And at the end of that, you're like, and now I want to know what happens to that one. And then you, before you know it, it was 5 a.m. <laughs> you needed to go to bed. You're like, holy crap. I did that I'm a really bit. lost. Uh, so, yeah, there's that, there's that element that would be nice if, uh, if it was like that where you could – 
But it, I mean, clearly, I mean, we've already said it three times now that we understand why it has to. There's hundreds and thousands of uh, hundreds of thousands of man hours even that go into some of these games. And then there's games that they kind of think are going to be good. So you can't automatic. It's not like a movie, like a movie. If, when they made the Avengers, they a lot of the people signed three picture deals because they're like, we have a fair to midland chance that this is going to be an, a humongous blockbuster hit of a movie. And we know that well, people are going to come out and see. And it. they had the precedent set of, of franchise yes. based. So yes. it didn't matter. And Iron was, Man was doing well and it, all that. Yeah, stuff. it didn't matter that it was three Iron Man movies. Yeah. It was a three picture deal yes. within that. So it didn't. It was like we are going to put this character in three films. Exactly. And it just so happened the last one shared. What could you? What other movie? <laughs> like to watch a bunch of different movies and then watch them all cross together. Like what if? Uh, what's his bucket that used to hold the the or uh, Titanic? James mm-hmm. Cameron. What if all of his movies did a big crossover? <laughs> <laughs> like Avatar and Titanic and, t- yeah, and Terminator? Yeah, exactly. And and Abyss. And it did, like it turns out all of those movies were were all set up for <laughs> one big mega movie. Oh boy. <laughs> Listen. Hit stop. We got to write this out. <laughs> I reached for it. I'm I, a saw, dummy. I saw. I was like, like oh, what, yeah, what yeah. for? All right, let's uh, scene he was one. Counting down. <laughs> Three. What's two. happening? Oh, writing an epic movie for James Cameron. Yeah. So the, I and mean, Piranha Two. They the don't, spawning. Oh, they don't. <laughs> that's a great movie. They don't. Um, they don't. Yeah. There's no way for them to really know or anticipate it. And yeah. It's, but I think like to 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 continue to push this model that a, no one is ever going to do. You could also do a pilot. That's ooh. how TV shows are done. You do six episodes. So that could be a small game, a small yeah. DLC. That's all of these episodes all packaged into one. What did Kaylee say? Wasn't it uh, him that was talking about? There's a reason. Like they had they had him s- this idea. They had substantial reasons why it didn't work out economically on yeah. their end of things. Uh, which I still think are valid, but you could. And Matt's point, if I'm not mistaken, was the was a really solid one where he's like, if you look, work on a game like, say, you work on a game that has 10 to 12 hours of gameplay, and that's a couple years for you to continue to do that level of investment again, year after year after year, you're going to have a higher rate of turnaround at that company because people are going to just get tired of putting in algorithms for a raccoon tail kind of Yeah, vibe. see, I, and I think that that's just the state of, that's change and people resisting change. Oh, really? Not to, not to fight Matt, and clearly no. he knows the industry more than I do, but like... It, well, he's built games. He's made games, yeah. and I haven't, but the... But the truth is, like, ask the guys that edit Jeopardy. I knew some of those dudes. Like, they walk in. They are human robots. They walk in. I mean, everything's the same. And that's, I think, though, because here's what I think was kind of him. his point was that he's saying that there's such a creative uh, passion and drive when you make games because of the hours you have to put in that if it became mechanical, it would lose its but th- fervor. And see, what I'm suggesting is you get the the gameplay gets out of the way because the engine is built, mm-hmm. and then you get, and then you get to. So you're saying it's more of a streamlined process. And I think you get to see more creative things as a oh. result because because all the mechanics are done. So you're like, what can we do with these things? And look at HomestarRunner.com, right? Okay. So they they make these little they used to make these little web videos. Well, let me type it in so I can. Look. <laughs> and you could see that once. Once they had a lot of the animation assets in place, it freed them up to write really funny stuff right. because they weren't worried they about having to create it instead of moving it and then if they want it if they need it they're like okay we want to build a new set that's just one scene that they mm-hmm. have to create because they, everything's built in flash you bring up a solid point kevin i uh, really do thanks. i really do and that here's the the thing that will bring us back to the news feed is that there do is do do uh, do. a fantastic article that uh how the video games industry is faring 
because it might lead into more economical issues is that both most of the headlines that I was just kind of skimming through yeah. seem to report that uh, Xbox 360 sales are tanking. Uh, or no, Xbox 360 is leading in console sales, and that the Wii U is still tanking, like it's wow. still failing miserably. Uh, but it says companies. I think that's games library. Does it does it say that? No. I look just... at the Wii U and I'm like, you've got two games, I think, right, that I... are playable for your thing. I, and... I think you have and Wii U I, I Land. Always, and... There's always this vibe about Nintendo that I feel like they know something that we don't. Because they just kind of do Japanese something. Japanese people will buy their games. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they know. Because they kind of do something, and, and people are like, what are you doing? And yeah. then the next thing you know, it's five years later, and it's like, that, yeah, this is fun. I, this is what we should this be doing. This is the doing. best thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it says, companies in the video game industry have begun releasing earnings reports for the latest quarter. Here's a look at selected companies that make or sell video games or machines. April 3rd, mobile game developer Rovio Entertainment Limited says the popular Angry Birds franchise helped to double revenue in 2012 to one. 152 million euros or 195 million dollars net income surged more than 55 percent to 55.5 million euros or 71.2 million dollars uh thursday microsoft corp says revenue from its xbox 360 business grew uh 641 million dollars uh, or 55 percent and that's higher revenue from its Xbox Live service and the recognition of $380 million in deferred video game revenue. Revenue is deferred when the video games are sold with software upgrades and enhancements. Like other video game companies, Microsoft spreads uh, that out over time while the game is played uh, rather than all at once. So I think what that's talking about is DLC, yeah, like additional missions and, and all that stuff. So Like killing Ewoks. It looks like, <laughs> yeah, it looks like uh, everything is uh, doing well, but I'll go back and see if I can't. Um, it says no rebound in sight for this uh, Wii U. The Wii U has been one of the least successful product launches in Nintendo's history mm. so far. No, uh, the v- VR boy was pretty shitty. Uh, Pardon my French. <laughs> no, but it's all right. So far. <laughs> And Wed Bush analyst Michael Pachter believes that there's very little hope uh, sales of the console will pick up anytime soon. Mm. Per ben- Benzinga, Pachter says that only 55,000 Wii U consoles were sold domestically in March, which is down from the 66,000 uh, Nintendo sold in February and the 57,000 that it sold in January. Now, I wonder... Uh, what Skylanders 3 is going to re- what they're going to release on because it's an HD it's mm-hmm. the first game and the Wii is not in HD yikes so I wonder but the, the newer Wii's are HD they, they're HD compatible because I know HD there's a Wii U that has a new HDMI cable but like I know what you're saying that the they're not the library is not yeah, made exactly. at that resolution so, so I want I mean that would oh gosh could you imagine being a parent and you're yeah. like okay this new Skylander it's available on your Xbox 360 or your PS3 but it's only available on the Wii U. Well, I'll, I'll shoot straight with you. Uh, my mom bought Skylanders on the Wii yeah. for Jacob for Christmas, yeah. and he played it. Uh, and it's a weird thing that was kind of that was kind of funky. Is that she has a Wii, so he, yeah. that's why she bought it on the Wii because she could he could play it while he was there, and then also yeah. bring it home. I went on eBay, bought the Skylanders game solo for the PS3 because it is easier for Jacob to play on the PlayStation yeah, controller of than it is to use that nunchuck attachment on the Wii yeah. controller itself. And it's like, ugh, like I just felt I felt bad. Like I, like I've never understood that. Maybe it would be great to get somebody from Nintendo to, or just an advocate of Nintendo to talk about using that that nunchuck controller 
with the old school AB. And it would have to be somebody who could just say, Beyond, I prefer it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why it, it's better. Here's why it makes sense. Because it's, you know, and I've played games with the Wii uh, as well. Like, I, I love Mario Galaxy. It had me so close to getting a Wii just to play Mario Galaxy because it's such a clever and interesting and dynamic game. But my wrist hurt yeah. through playing it, trying to aim that thing at the. And I was like, I couldn't, and I wanted to. I was like, how can I make it so this yeah, doesn't it's hurt? An articulation you're not used to. Yeah. And so, and event. By the end, it was like, no, it's hurting more. There's nothing I can do to not make it hurt. I can't. I'm not going to get this game because it's going to hurt me. Yeah. Uh, I was just glancing ahead at the article, and you were absolutely correct. Uh, what's more, Pactor doesn't think there's much Nintendo can do to boost sales in the future, as the Wii U's fortunes appear unlikely to improve for several months, even if Nintendo decides to drop the price, as there are an insufficient number of core titles that are generating interest in the console. Yeah. In other words, it's not even clear at this point that issuing a PS Vita-style price cut can spark interest in the Wii U until the game selection for the console significantly improves. What's the PS Vita now? Uh, I don't know. What does that mean? How much over did I pay for it? I wouldn't exchange it. I wouldn't give it. Oh back. yeah, no. I think it, yeah. You that's the that's the hard part about that. You can't get wrapped up in that stuff. Like I wouldn't take. I I was there launch oh, night. Two fifty. That's that can't be. No, that's what it was before. That's right. two fifty is what it was for the non three G version. Uh, at launch, it was three for with that's 3G. what it's selling for right now on Amazon. With it's two forty nine with the Wi Fi version. The three G version is two fifty two ninety nine. Oh, okay, so yeah, they dropped it. They dropped okay. it fifty bucks. Oh, okay, heaven forbid. Oh, so it was three ninety nine. It was two ninety nine if you wanted yeah. the three G version, which is what I got. Yeah, and I think that's because uh, like the the people I was talking to at GameStop, they were telling me things like you, <laughs> you know have to bleep that out. Why? Boop. <laughs> why do I have to bleep that out? Because they won't be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Um, is that they said that well, if you get the 3G version, uh, you can that it, like it's not like you can play online with people for 3G, which yeah. you told me was wrong. Uh, and then they said so you you need a Wi-Fi to do that. They, and they asked what would I be getting it for? Like why would I? What do I want to get? So interesting. Access? They downselled you. They well, do that over there. Yeah, well, they're pretty I, legit with. Yeah, that's what I mean. I feel like they're pretty like we're going to give you what you want, and it's 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 a smart business choice on their part. Yeah. Because if you're known as the video game company that upsells you, then it's like, well, I'll just stay away from yeah, there. Yeah, it has to be the place that might as well drive people to online. I feel like every time I've gone to GameStop, it's the safe place for gamers. Like I go yeah. in and they're like, well, this is what you really want, or this is the game that because games are expensive enough, and even their games, they're not cheap. Like used games is like six bucks off, but they'll buy it from you for six bucks. <laughs> Like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I should sell this on eBay. <laughs> but yeah, I but... end up buying four games for the price of one. <laughs> or the price of eight. That's what I meant to say. Math is hard. Um, we so, got to gotta move. Yeah, we, we got to move on. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go behind the controller. Oh, snap-a-doodle-doo. Tonight, on tonight's episode, today's episode, this episode of... Um, Gamerland. Uh, we don't have anybody in Gamerland with us, but <laughs> I uh, I did a, have something I wanted to bring up that I thought was very interesting from our friends at GameMinder. Uh, Game.Minder. Are you familiar with this app? Nope. Okay, so I love this app. I've mentioned it before. Uh, it's available on the Droid. It's available on the Oh, I remember. The it Apple tells base. you release dates and it sends you yeah, a so notification. It's pretty great. They you, you type in a game. You can choose a platform. It has reviews. It has release information. And then it, it, it supposedly updates that as new stuff comes out. So when I went to E3 or if you read about stuff at GDC or whatever, you just type in the name and then you can track it. So as stuff shows up, you don't have to go 
searching for information. Like, does it, it's your own video game wish list. So unless you go, like, if you go to GameStop every week or read gamer magazines, you're probably going to be up on release dates and stuff. But even then, that's a little hard to keep track. And you may forget about a game that you were interested in, and then suddenly the title has changed mm-hmm. or come, you know, all that stuff. So this helps you track all that stuff. Um, so is they it a free app or no? It is a free app. Wow. So. Um, which is part of their problem. So <laughs> they said this. I thought it was so funny. Uh, not funny, but just interesting. When people break the fourth wall, uh, they sent out this. Uh, I think they may have like a podcast as well uh, and because their photo from their um, blog kind of looks like a podcast talky people. But they uh, game.minder report was their 42nd email in uh, that they've sent out for as long as they've been doing. I guess it's like a newsletter. Uh, And I'll just read this first part here. He says, first off, allow me to set up the irony. This morning we launched Game.Miner for Ayuya. Getting this version of Game.Miner out the door, it was fun and challenging. If you're just learning about Game.Miner for the Ouya world, welcome. (laughs) I don't know what Ouya, that's another format for it. makes me laugh. Uh, he just goes on and on and on and on. This is not the same email that I read, but uh, he's the what I read from Game.Miner is that they had uh, – the, they said if you've noticed since uh, the new year, our information has uh, dried up because we can no longer afford to pay somebody mm-hmm. to manage the the up-to-date information about each of the different uh, games. Yeah, that that's what in. I thought it was like a Wikipedia thing. That's how, that's because in my mind I'm like, well, how do they do that? Right, and that's and that's what he kind of described. Is like I really th- believe in this, and I think that uh, oh yeah, this is a little better. This is the one I want. Um, uh, so he says, as a member, you've probably known that our stated goal of Game.Miner is to track every upcoming video game so that gamers don't forget to play the next great game that they are waiting for. It was a good way to keep up on the handle of AAA titles like Bioshock Infinite, whose ship date kept, ship, kept slipping. But it was also a tool for grabbing info on that little indie game that wasn't going to ship until it's done, in quotes, and wouldn't be a marketing budget to complete, compete with other big games. Which makes sense. Um, but it didn't work out, is pretty much what he goes on to say. <laughs> but bum, bum, bum. So Handelabra, which is the name of their company, and therefore Game.Minder is almost out of money. We use quite a bit of the real building, uh, quite a bit of our money rebuilding the original Game.Minder system into what it is today, the system that launched in December. The system has in place the scaffolding and handle of a lot of what he talks about before, which is this three-part system of social media and users and Wikipedia and marketing people from uh, from the actual publishers. But we simply don't have the cash or resources to realize the full dream, and I've been incapable of drumming up enough investment for the interest. And then he goes on to say, here's how you can help, and here's what I need from people, and go to crowdfunding.com and, and give us money, 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 money. And it, it, um, it's so interesting to me that, you know, I think we've talked a little bit about crowdfunding and um, uh, Kickstarter and that sort of thing of like when push comes to shove, we go back to Kickstarter. Uh, <laughs> this isn't working, so I need other people to 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 fund this for me. Yeah. And, um, yeah, gosh, I just feel bad for him because I certainly have enjoyed – the 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 app and i don't know what's gone into it i don't know what the system that they built into it but it seems to me that it could have been done a lot 
easier had it been had it been mostly open source to yep. begin with and wikipedia based as opposed to this one person trying to manage everything trying to control up. it all yeah. and put it through a pipeline just let it be editable and the thing is i've submitted reports before and then they've even they like pushed back <laughs> i said you know this is i, I the, uh, the siftio cubes were coming out and so i said here's a game and here's a thing and this is a thing and they were like well it doesn't really fit into our system I'm like well why don't you just have a miscellaneous platform yeah. button because like, that yeah. was my first question when you brought it up i was like does it have something for hardware or peripherals yeah or? so that's the problem is that it's too it, there's too much like every mm-hmm. single platform has its own blah yeah. blah 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 like well just don't do it by that. Do it by the title, and then make platform a checkable box that you can cross. Like a over. Yelp or something like that. There, where there's you, right. it takes so many hits for something to actually take effect. You know, where if if eight people submit uh, a, the same kind of information, then yeah. you go boom. Or you could even build into it to go. Okay, we've had eight people submit, and this is what each of them has said. Right. You know, kind of. Thing. And that and that would make sense. And clearly, he has a. You know, he's. Further down the track than I am, yeah. <laughs> I don't mean to 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 tell him from a distance what he should have done with it. Backseat app him, but it seems like that it could have been a lot easier, and that it could have blown up much like Instagram, which is what he goes on to say. Like I thought our story was going to be like the next Facebook story mm-hmm. or the next Instagram story, where where we found a new way for gamers to socially interact, mm-hmm. but it just isn't coming together. Please give us money, <laughs> and I, I hope it does because I've I've used the tool and I would put up with ads. I would pay ninety nine cents for the app they haven't asked for any of my money since i put it in there so me i feel like that's step one i mean i know that they've already generated so many apps but i think that step one is you just start charging 99 cents for it and then you're and and then then you're good to go and then i think you'll start seeing some revenue come in and you'll be able to pay that guy yeah that's what my two cents is (laughs) or 99 cents boom is it's super helpful to, to be able to have your reminders. Right now, all I have is I use my Amazon wish list. Like right. that's how I and that if changes. I find a game, and then I and then I, I, I update it. And then I go, okay, now it's time to buy a game for yeah. Justin. Let's look at what my Amazon wish list says. Yeah. But it's not up to date. It's only up to date as often as I update it. Right, right, so right. when I see a game like and an Amazon- advertisement for Assass- the new Assassin's Creed, I'm like definitely going to want to get that. Yeah. I click on it, and then I always check the, hey, if you like that, you should also look at that and kind of scroll through and go, oh, that looks interesting. That's the only reason I would have known about Last of Us right. like you know, and all those games. And Amazon is trying to break into that market where it's saying, like, do you want notification when this game becomes available mm-hmm. when we get more information about it? felt like these guys were going to try to do that for us. Which made it a lot easier. The other pushback that I got, uh, it'd be so great. And then I could buy it. Uh, They also get a little bit of money for buying stuff in store from them, which is like, why is that how you're making money? That seems like, like we know clicking on Amazon links, we got what, $6 when we did that? So, um, the the other I got a pushback when I was like I'm I'm pretty sure wouldn't this game be they they had some terminology of like in stores or available and stuff I'm like it's not available it's like well it's in stores or some the vice versa of that I'm like you can't buy this game yet so um, good luck to him game dot minder good luck <laughs> we we don't have much time right uh, we do not I mean we could spend some quick times there's a there's a couple of emails let's read one email let's close do... it out with an email all right let's uh... go. To the inbox. <laughs> You've got mail. Uh, hey, guys. Did you hear about the Ratchet and Clank movie coming out in 2015? No. Have a great week. <laughs> uh, does that mean a Sly Cooper movie could be possible? I sure hope so. Um, I did not hear about this. I don't this. know. Yeah, Please I don't know. go to I Want Sly Cooper's own animated series on Facebook. <laughs> well, we have. Uh, mentioned that. Here's the thing. Uh, in fact, here, I'm going to hit pause real quick. Oh, gosh. What's from? All right, we're back. We'll do that other email uh, next time. I can't wait. That's going to be the greatest email of all time. Who wrote that email? Uh, This comes to us from Cole. 
Cole. Just wants to be known as Cole. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I did you know anything about a Ratchet and Clank? I did not. Film? I did not. I'm gonna do a little bit of a googling. I think a Ratchet and Clank film makes a lot of sense because mm-hmm. they uh they clearly watched Star Wars and were like, you know, it'd be cool is is something that does an homage to 1920s Saturday morning serials, just like George Lucas did, and then made a video game based in that universe. And it says right here, Ars Technica, big screen Lombax CG animated Ratchet and Clank movie coming in 2015. And it's CG, and it's and it's big screen. It's mm-hmm. fascinating. Good for them. Yeah, that's exciting. I mean, certainly there are a lot of those titles. Oh, there's out there. a teaser even. Let's see if we can hear that. April Fools. <laughs> From Rainmaker. If you just Google Ratchet and Clank movie, this will be the first thing that you guys will see. So far, it's mostly logos. Yeah, it's the opening to a game. <laughs> Space, a wondrous realm where heroes are forged. A place of peril and adventure and... and... I can't do this! Okay, cut! Sure you can, Quark. Just sound out the big words, like you practiced. It's not that. Look! Our first feature film! And there's first. nothing here. Where's the eye-popping 3D? The CG explosion! Where's the dubstep? Apologies, Captain. Everyone is out making the Ratchet and Clank movie. And they can't spend a few more hours getting us a bit of pizzazz? How lazy are they? Whoa, uh, hold on. You don't want to anger such a talented team of animators. Oh, please. What'll they do? Stop animating? Uh, don't look! Mark, there are kids here! Oh, real mature, guys. So what you couldn't see is that there's a little pop-up window that comes up, and then they took away his skin to make him just like little... Uh, like uh, lines connecting polygons and stuff. Oh, that was pretty great. Oh, and now they're making him now disco dance. <laughs> now he's Lord really? of the Dancing. Perhaps you should just apologize. Fine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sheesh. Oh, that's Whoa. more like it. Now, how about one of those epic logos? That's the stuff. See, when two adversaries set aside their petty squabbles, they can... (laughs) The logo fell on him. Never mess with the animators. Nice. Coming to theaters 2015. So, there you go. So, does that mean that Sly Clooper is going to get his own feature? I got to make a phone call. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty exciting. That's pretty great. I got to look up that. Thanks for the lead. Yeah. that's Uh, Find uh, the folks that are putting that together and and make that happen. That's outstanding. Because I've been playing the games, and and here's what started my love is that all for one that we played at your uh, party or whatever. And I was like, this is really funny. It's uh, cool characters. And so now I'm like, uh, I think I'm halfway through the second one almost Mm -hmm. uh, with my son. And he got distracted by Skylander. So uh, well, that's a game that over. I just play with him until they make a port on the Vita with the collector's edition. Um, uh, so let me know. If Skylanders? You guys, does All your right. game minder have that on there, or is it already of what? Too late? What are we talking about? Uh, about the Sly Cooper or Sly Cooper? I'm sorry, the Ratchet and Clank collector's edition being mm. available on the Vita, mm, that not just good. on the PS3. That would be good. I would like it if All for One was available on the Vita. Like I, oh my gosh. the reason why I bought it because it says cross buy on it, and yet oh. it doesn't unlock. So. Awkward. I ain't going to see your movie in 2015. <laughs> Awkward. Unless Sly is showing up in 2016. All right. <laughs> All right. There we go. First Gamerland episode in the books. Oh, it was so great in Gamerland. I know, right? We need a new outro. Really? 
Nah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought this one still applies. We, I mean, we, or we could go to this one. You like? Or do, you, do you prefer this one? Is that, is that what you like? Just for this episode. Just for this episode. This spe- the inaugural right. half launching. Listen. This is a soft launch. It's done. It's done. Thanks for listening to our show. And guess what? You can send us an email to show at gamerlandpodcast.com. That's already there. How long will Second Funniest Podcast be active? Uh, the website? Any of it. Uh, well, I don't know. We've at least got, I think, a year oh, or great. two before okay. I have to pay for it again. Because I'm never I'm never changing. Okay. I'm never going to like that new page. You're never going <laughs> to like <laughs> Well, the Facebook doesn't cost me a dime, so okay. I don't care. Fair enough. Don't forget, uh, you can uh, now soon join the po- uh, conversation at facebook.com slash some form of Gamerland podcast, either with a hyphen yeah, or not. search for it. Yeah, just search for Hopefully it. Hopefully it'll be active by the time this episode comes out. You can already throw us uh, a follow at GamerPods is our new Twitter yeah. handle. But the big thing that we will still continue to push that will come over is that go to facebook.com slash I want Sly Cooper in his own animated series and throw a like on that so we can make it into an animated show, give you more of the show that you want. On behalf of my new co-host on our new show, <laughs> Kevin Miller, this is the new Justin Warsham saying, <laughs> Ribbit, oh, ribbit, 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 froggy, ribbit. froggy, froggy, <laughs> bye-bye, fry-bye, fry-bye. <laughs> that can't be a thing. Okay, that can bye. never happen. Okay, bye. <laughs>